Hello, 889 The Brand. My name is Anna Carson, and today I'm here joined with a special guest, Amanda Higgins. Amanda is a mom of two who lives on Mercer Island, and she's a teacher at Lake Ridge. I'm so happy to have her here today to tell us all about her teaching experience and what it's like to be a teacher on Mercer Island. Thank you for joining me, Amanda. What is the best part about being a teacher? or whatever, like your teaching job, if you want to explain what you do more first. Okay, so I've had a variety of roles with the Mercer Island School District. Mm -hmm. Um, I started out as an instructional coach that specifically focused on um, literacy at the elementary level, K through five. We had adopted a brand new literacy reading curriculum and uh, I was spearheaded with bringing that into the district and supporting all elementary teachers um, K through five with the adoption of that, along mm -hmm. with um, professional trainers from the actual curriculum company. But I did that for four years, and then I rolled into a learn into a learning support services position at Lake Ridge, where I work with struggling readers, and I also yeah. continue to support teachers in that role as well. So That's super fun. That's a fun job, just working with kids all day. It is. It's yeah. fun. You're like, it's not fun. <laughs> no, it's fun, but there's there's moments um, where it can be it can be challenging. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, working with the, kids that like can't read, like, and then having to teach them to read, like I feel like that'd be so hard. Yeah, it's it's multifaceted, but it's a, it's exciting and it's it's a great job. The the part I do love about my job is also with my colleagues and the yeah. um, other teachers I work with. I think in order to be an elementary teacher, you have to have a certain level of energy, a positive attitude, and kind of a certain outlook on life. Yeah. Um, so Lake Ridge has a phenomenal staff, and it's uh, just a great place to go every morning. Yeah, Lake Ridge is nice. I went to Lake Ridge. It's so nice. Is it still like, it's pretty similar to what it was when I was there. Yes. 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 So you've worked in other districts before. Yes. So what do you think, like how does Mercer Island School District like compare to the other districts you've worked in? Like what are some of the similarities and differences? Yeah, uh, that's a good question. So I started my career on the East Coast mm -hmm. in a very, um, a district that was very similar to Mercer Island. It was a suburb of Boston. Mm -hmm. um, about the same student population, a little bit over 4,000, four elementary schools, one middle school, one high school. Um, that was different in a way in that it was funded differently. So um, was it private? It wasn't private. It oh, was a okay. public school, but in the state of Massachusetts, um, you have a state tax, um, an income tax, and a lot of the revenue um, from the income tax goes directly into public education. Yeah. So, um, and they were they were also five miles from Boston, which is a mecca for higher education. And so, Boston's there, so was, nice. there was a lot of access um, to kind of cutting edge instructional practices. Yeah. Um, so that was a phenomenal place to start my career. I had um, absolutely wonderful mentors there. Um, I was with that district for about five years before I headed to Denver. Yeah. In Denver, I worked for a massive school district, the Cherry Creek School District, and it uh, had probably upwards of thirty to 40,000 students. Oh my goodness. Yes. That's massive. Um, and it was in quadrants. It was so large that they actually broke it down into quadrants. Wow. Um, their administration building was a 10-story Oh, building. my God. Yes, it that's was, crazy. It was like working for a very large corporation. Um, but that had benefits, too. Again, there was a lot of opportunity for teachers if they were willing to take it, um, options for professional development. 
and I happened to be in Denver at a time where there was um, research being done about the reading brain. Um, oh, yeah. This woman named Dr. Louisa Motes lived in Denver and was working in Denver at the time. And so I was, I would say, in the world of reading, I was in the right place at the right time. Yeah, that's really nice. Because um, I was able to get training from her and um, about all of her research, which really exploded in the past few decades about how the reading brain works mm-hmm. and how best to um, instruct students based on how our neuropathways work when we when we read. Yeah, that's interesting. A lot about the brain and everything. It's super interesting. It is. The science of reading is fascinating. Yeah. So what do you think the most like fun and interesting thing about working with younger kids is? And then what do you think the most challenging thing is? Um, I adore working with the elementary age. The I've worked in middle school and a little bit in high school, and I will say um, elementary students are is a sweet spot for me because um, <laughs> kind of what you see is what you get. They're, yeah. um, they're silly and they're just honest and they're um, fun and they're energetic. Um, they, they are eager to learn um, and they're just, it's just a lot of super fun energy. And if, yeah. if they don't like something, they'll let you know. And um, you get lots of fun stories. And just the perspective of a, you know, seven-year-old or a 10-year-old is, is it's fun. And it um, keeps you young when you work with, with kids at that age. Yeah. Um, on the flip side of that, it can be a little challenging, um, <laughs> especially when you're working with kids that are struggling readers. It's hard work. It's very hard yeah. for them to learn how to read. Um, so they can be frustrated um, and their attention span just developmentally isn't necessarily that long. So I have that to adjust true. my um, instruction accordingly. Mm-hmm. I have to make sure that I'm um, keeping my instruction multimodal. We're up, we're moving, tactile, um, gross motor, fine motor. So I just have to shift what I'm doing. Say I have a 20 minute, 25, 30 minute lesson, um, every, you know, four to five minutes, engage them in a different way. Yeah. We learned about that in health and freshman year, like all the different like learning types, like kinesthetic, auditory. I feel like you kind of have to incorporate all of them when you're working with little kids. Definitely. Definitely. To kind of circle back to the science of reading, Mm -hmm. you have to incorporate them all to activate all the different neuropathways and have the two hemispheres of the brain interacting and communicating. So it's also best instruction. Thank you for joining me, Amanda, and telling me all your wise words about teaching. Thank you, Anna. Yeah. Keep tuning in to 88.9 The 